Before we get into today's episode of the podcast, I want to remind everybody to go to our podcast page on Instagram at Listen to This While You Shit. Give us a follow. Go to our Twitter page at Listen and Shit. Give us a follow. Go to our YouTube channel at Listen to This While You Shit. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Press the bell icon to get notified whenever I drop new videos. Um, and if you had the time and you are an iOS user, go to your Apple Podcast app and uh, give us a rating review. Uh, whether you hate the podcast or you love the podcast. I don't really give a fuck either way, but it does help it pop up and more people recommend it. And the more reviews, the more people will uh, listen. I believe that's how the algorithm works. I don't know. That's what podcasters tell you to do. So go do it. Thank you. The self-talk I have before every episode of this podcast is always the funniest shit ever because I'm just walking around my room, setting up my lights, thinking of funny shit to say before I turn the mic on. I'm like, all right. Okay, I'm, I'm definitely going to hit that this week. Nah, nah, that's funny as shit. I, literally is what I'm doing when I walk around the fucking room. I'm just walking around the room thinking of the funniest shit ever to fucking say. And nine times out of ten, half of the shit I come up with, I don't say because I'm like, eh, was that funny? Or am I just muttering to myself like a psychopath? And, and it sounds funny because I'm muttering to myself like a fucking psychopath. And, um, you know, it's a constant struggle, you know? It's a... Uh, it, it, you know, every day I'm growing as a person. I'm fighting. I'm learning. Uh, I'm fighting demons. Here's the funny thing about when you, here's the funny thing about saying you fight demons. Um, you could just say that and nobody can question you. It's true though. Like you could just say, "Yo, I'm just I'm just going through a lot right now." If anybody questions a person who says I'm going through a lot, you're an asshole. Cause why are you questioning that, nigga? I'm going through a lot. What you mean? What you mean, nigga? It's a lot going on. A nigga is going through a lot right now. Please thank you. Just understand, like, you know, my life ain't the best right now. Um, Is my life the best right now? <clears throat> when, is, when is life ever good? That's the question we should ask. Well, hello, potty mouth. Where the dope? I got a Glock in a can with a scope. She gave me hair when I walked through the dope. Champagne, toast, yeah. Nigga, boy, hold it like pole. I, I get a grid and I talk about toe. Them boy can't feel like it, I know he gon' fall. That boy is a troll. Two, yeah, uh, I'm already knowing. Can't see that bitch cause she already hoeing. Drinking my cup and this shit is too potent. I'm too cold, I walked in and it's snowing. Hating on me, but that boy ain't just coping. Haters. She's on my dick cause I'm top five. Feeling like I ain't got a top now. This on my grid, do my cha-cha. Welcome back to episode of the List Why Shit Podcast. I'm a potty mouse. The only podcast that encourages you to listen to why you shit. The fastest growing podcast in the history of podcasts. Do not Google that. That is a factor. Who are you going to believe, nigga? Me, Google. They're minding that right now. Please be afraid of them niggas. I'm your host, Dom Sharp. I'm back against new content. I care to fucking hear with, man. Remember, I love you. You are loved. And have a good day at work, sweetie. Or school. Because some of you niggas are in school still. Is this spring break yet for high school kids? I don't know. Uh, I know spring break for... Um, my desk is extremely dirty. Fuck it. Whatever. It is what it is, gang. I nutted on it. Whatever. Um, I know spring week for um college. Can I be honest with y'all for a second? Can I be honest? You know what I mean? I've been like I've been trying to like practice like not fucking. I've been trying to practice not let me let me get some full context. And it's at a point in my not even a point in my life. A year ago around this time. I was having sex, I want to say, about three or four times a week with two to three different women. It was disgusting, but it was a vibe. Um, disgusting, but a vibe. But I think over the last year, I've done such a good job of, like, 
good job or bad job, depending on how you look at it. I've done such a good job or bad job of just like, I've done such a job. <laughs> I've done such a job at just like alienating myself from everybody, not everybody, but from the women who like could put up with me to the point where they're like, I don't even want to deal with this nigga no more. Cause all the hoes that like, I could just double back on. I can't even double back. I think, I think last year was a year I was like, yo, suck my dick too, too heavy. It was too heavy on the suck my dick last year. And um, I'm I'm paying the price. I'm paying the price. Honest. Ah, do I care a little bit? Cause I've been horny. Like you know, what's funny. Like most times, I, I I can fight the horniness. I can fight it. I've been fighting the horniness a lot lately. To be real with you, true story. I had to go pick up some stuff from this girl I used to do a house today, and um, on a walk over there, I was giving my, I was giving myself a talk because I thought maybe she might want to talk to me, and I was giving myself a talk about what the talk might be like. Cause I'm a psychopath, and I'm like, you know. I got to I got to I got a plan for every attack. So I'm like walking over there like here's here's what I'm going to say to defuse anything. And then I got over to her and then she just handed me my stuff and shut the door. And I was like, "Damn, you're not going to try to fuck me a little bit? Like, damn, you're not going to try to try to coerce me? You just don't you just done." And that I'm not as as a <laughs> you know, as a nurse, a narcissist. A little, I, I thought to myself a little bit like, "Damn, like I'm not, I'm not coerceable no more. Like you don't want to coerce the kid. You're not trying to coerce the boy. Um, but it, you know, <laughs> but I did think like, yo, if she wanted to suck my dick, I might let her. I, that's how, that's how down bad I am right now. Like I'm like, you know, I, I would like to have sex. I would like to have sex. No, true, true story. Where's, where's, where's my, here it is. True story, yo. True story. No bullshit. So, I was on a BLK app. You know, yeah, yeah, I told y'all I'm on dating apps. I don't do well on dating. I've been doing better on BLK. I don't know what it is, but I'm on dating apps. I don't do well on dating apps because I'm not a nigga you can just look at it and be like, oh, I'm going to suck his dick. I'm a nigga you got to talk to to be like, oh, I'm going to suck his dick. I'm that kind of guy. But I've, I've been on dating apps more. By the way, if you, if you, as a man, if you do well on dating apps, you're a pretty motherfucker. Just let you know now. Because dating apps ain't made for men to see. They're made for women to succeed, right? Women get to pick at a litter, and we get to, and we get to pick who like us. Um, but I was on, I was gonna be okay. And Shawty hit me with the, um, she said, "Hold on, let me. I'm gonna read this act. I, I think I'm still logging on this phone. I'm not logged in on this phone. I'm gonna just log. I'm not gonna log in on this phone because they're gonna ask my, my my phone number, and it might, I might get an alert. I'm I'm gonna just try. I'm gonna just try. I'm gonna try log in, and then if if it don't. I'm not going to read you anything. I'm just going to be like, hey, fuck off because it didn't work. What you mean? Incorrect phone number. That's my fucking phone number. Stop lying. Nigga, this has been my phone number for a decade. Anybody who anybody who had my phone number 10 years ago has my has this has my number still. Fuck it. I'm not going to. I can't read exactly what she said, but she DM me and said, hey, she, she messaged me on an app and said, hey, I messaged her back. I was like, hey, then she just said, fuck all the chit chat. She said, give me a number. I like that. Play for her. I like I like that aggressive shit. I like a woman that knows what she wants and go gets it. That's one of I think I've said that so many times. I think that's I think I'm pretty consistent in what I'm attracted to in women. Like that's one thing I'm always gonna be attracted to. Like, oh bitch, you wanna suck this dick. Oh, you told me to pull my dick out. Cool. I'm always gonna be here for that. So she she did that, right? She uh she said, Give me a number. I gave my number. I said, text me. She never responds to that message. I said, Oh, maybe man. Maybe I took too long Because it was like the next day She said that She waited two days to text me 
she texted me and said, hey, this is such and such from BLK. I said, oh, word, fire, what's good? How are you? She said, I'm good. Tell me about yourself. Red flag. Red flag. But before that red flag, it was a green flag. I liked the power move of waiting two days to text me. I liked that. I, it was like, nah, I ain't going to be too thirsty. I'm not going to be too on your dick. That's dicky. That's glazing. I liked that power move. That was kind of fire. Like, I, I like, she, I, it was kind of like, I know I asked for your number, but I'll make you wait a little bit, pussy. And I was, I was like, ooh, yeah, I like that. It made me wait. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, daddy. Uh, <laughs> I was here for it. So I, I waited. I mean, she texted me. She said, bada boom. She said, hey, this is such and such from BOK. I said, oh, we're cool. What's up? She said, not much. Tell me about yourself. Red flag immediately. Because I don't like when people get straight to the tell me about yourself. Like, if y'all, if you are a dater out there, you date people, that's kind of the worst question to ask because it eliminates the conversation that can happen after that. You know what I'm saying? Like, getting to know somebody shouldn't be like, here are just base facts about me. Now, tell me base facts about you. That shouldn't be what, like, getting to know somebody is. should be, like, conversation we're having, and then, like, I learn things about you through the conversation. Like, I, like this conversation could last over three years. Like, you're never going to know somebody completely. So I can't just tell you. When somebody says, tell me about yourself, it's like, how the fuck am I going to tell you about myself? And, and, uh, and, and a fucking text message. That's stupid. There's so many people are nuanced. So I said, uh, you got to be a little bit more specific. Hopefully, like, you know, we, she would ask a question. And I'd be like, oh, no, that's cool. I kind of like that. I kind of did this. Bubble. And then conversation would emerge from it. She said, no, you're right. So I'm going to go first. Bitch went first. Um, <coughs> here's, here, here's what she said. Uh, all right, I'll go first. And you can just go based off go go based off me. I'm blank from Mount Holly. I'm 5'8". My favorite color, pink. I'm a Capricorn. My birthday, December 23rd. I'm 20. I'll be 21 in December. I do smoke and I drink from time to time. I'm goofy, but I can be serious at times, too. What the fuck is a bunch of word mumbo jumbo? <coughs> I could have learned all this through conversation, but she just it's just like vomit of the words. Um, so then here here's the sentence that really threw me off, and I was like, I never I never want to talk to this girl again. Here's what it was. She said, but I can be serious at times too. She said, she said, but I can be serious at times too. She said, I'm mad chill and laid back. I don't act like her. I don't, I don't act like most females do. I'm mad different. Just the way I act, I love and carry myself. This bitch just told me she was not like the other girls and meant it. Like you, like we've all seen that mean. Like I'm not like I'm not like other girls. She said that and meant it. That wasn't like she didn't do it as a meme. She meant that shit. She meant like, nah, I'm really different from these other bitches. And I don't know if she thought that was gonna get my dick hard. I'm like, oh, she's so different. I'm look, I looked at the text like, bitch, you're weird. Nobody asked you for this. Like nobody actually, actually, I don't, I don't care. Like, you know, what I mean? but here's my first question. After that, I was like, you still live in Jersey? You said, yes. And let me tell you why I act that. Because I'm, I've been so fucking horny that I was like, yo, if she, if maybe she don't live in Jersey no more, maybe I could just finagle a dick suck out of this. To which she said, yes. And I was like, oh, okay. And I never responded. She said, she said, how about you? Tell me about you. Never responded. Um, because it didn't, it didn't make sense to me. I was like, I'm not, I'm not having this conversation with you, bitch. Um, actually 
I never want to speak to you ever again in my fucking life. Matt, Matt, let's make sure we never speak again ever in life. I never want to have another conversation with you in the history of people. In the history of people, I never want to speak to you ever again, bitch. All right? Actually, suck my dick. <laughs> is, is, that, is that mean? I think that in the last year, I've done such a good job of cultivating this mean person that I am and just being just outlandishly mean to people where, like, I've I've cut down people that can deal with me to, like, a solid seven. But the seven people that can that can deal with me being mean, I really love them. Like, I love my friends. I love, you know, I love the bitches that currently want to fuck me, which I'm not fucking none of them. To be honest, to be fair, I'm so close to booking a hotel room to fuck this bitch right now. I'm not even going to lie to you, gang. I'm this close to be like, meet me here Friday night at this time. I'm going to suck your pussy. That, I'm that close. Like, that's how horny I am. I am, boy, am I down bad. To be honest, though, to be honest, when it comes to, like, when it comes to, like, sexual decisions, I don't trust, like, I feel like most men got, like, bodies on their belt of women they don't like. I just feel like that's, like, a rite of passage for men, right? Like, early night, early, earlier when I was talking about I had to go pick up the stuff in the, with Shawty Crib, I'm like, yo, I stopped, I, I decided I didn't want to fuck her no more. I decided that. Like, I cut that off. But my dick was like, yo, the suck. And I'm like, why I understand, that was a lot of trouble and a lot of nonsense we, we shouldn't be dealing with no more. But my dick was like, but the sucks. You ever heard that song on TikTok? I'm just thinking with my dick. My shit dumb. That's how I feel all the time. Like, my dick really don't make good decisions. So I feel like as a man, if you ain't got no bad decisions on your belt, like, if you ain't got no bad bodies on your belt, I kind of don't trust you a little bit. It's like, how can I, how can we really be thorough if you never fucked a bitch you ain't like like that before? Like, I just feel like, I feel like that's, I feel like that's like a rite of passage as a man to fuck, you know, one, two, or 12 hoes that you don't like like that. Yeah, man. I feel like that's like a rite of passage. Like, I got some bodies I'm taking to the grave. Actually, at this point in my life, not even based on looks, just based off I hate the women. Most of my bodies, I'm taking the only bodies I'm counting currently are my last two exes. Everybody else can suck a dick. I'm not gonna hold you, only because I'm still friends with both of my last two exes. <laughs> no, it's funny, my ex. I guys, I'm gonna talk about the smack hurt around the world. I'm going to. I'm going to. For sure, I got. I got so many thoughts about the smack hurt around the world. I'm going to talk about it. I, I'm pretty sure all the podcasts and all the tweets and all the TikToks you've seen about uh, the Will Smith and Chris Rock slap, you're probably done hearing about it because I record on Tuesday and that shit happened on Sunday and the internet moved fast. But I don't record to Tuesday and this doesn't come out to Wednesday. So, hey, buddy, you're going to hear about it again. Sorry. Sorry. But I, I'll, I'll let you know when it happens so you can skip um, if you don't want to hear it. That's going to be I, probably going to be a large chunk of this podcast. I don't know what the fuck else I'm talking about. I'm like, I got some other things. Um, but. No, what was I saying? I forgot. God damn it, Dom. Oh, oh, my ex. So after after the um this why I need to this why I need a cause or something to keep me on track when I get lost and I start going on these rants. Um I was I was I was I've been sipping. I've been sipping. Mm, okay. Um no, she so after after that whole Will Smith um, Chris Rock debacle. Two funny things happened to me. I called a girl that I currently deal with, 
and she and I and she and we was on the phone. We was laughing, joking about it. And the first thing she said, she was like, she was like, let's say my wig was sliding off, and we was at an award show, and somebody made a joke about it. Would you go smack him for me? I I was like, yeah, I'll smack him because why he made the joke before me, which I thought was funny. I thought that was funny. Because, you know, I mean, I'm saying, like, why are you making a joke about my bitch before I get to do it? Also, I sort of like, bitch, why are you with sliding back? You embarrassing me. Like, you mean, like, I, like, I, I get what she was trying to say, but, like, bitch, why is your wig sliding back? Let's talk about that. Why, what kind of glue is you using? Not the good shit, obviously. We got to get, we got to get that together. I don't know what to be glued. I honestly don't know. While I do love black women, I will never understand the, I will never understand the intricacies of black women here. You ever heard, you ever hear a black woman talk about her, uh, about her doing her weave or like a wig? You know what they call it? Installing. They'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm installing my weave. Why, why they make you sound like they're mechanics or something? Why they make it sound like they fucking putting a radiator in a fucking 2007 Ford Corolla or some shit like, bitch, all you doing is putting weave in your head. They be like, I got to install it. Bitch, when the fuck you become so technical, bitch? When the fuck you get good with your hands? What the fuck? Oh, fuck. <laughs> fucking Roberta the Builder over here building shit all of a sudden. Bitch, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but also... Um, what happened? No, my, my ex, um, first of all, no bullshit. The night this life happened, my ex texted me. She texted me. She said, she texted me just ho. I said, why I gotta be all that? She, she said, um, she said, LOL, my autocorrect going crazy. I meant, hey, lying. This is like two hours after the slap. And in my head, I know exactly the event she's talking about. I don't think, have I ever talked about this with the podcast? I probably have. It's a bunch of new listeners now. Um, but I know the event that she's talking about on the podcast. But I let it slide. We text for a little bit. The next day, me and my ex, we're still friends. I follow her on Instagram still. She's still following me on Instagram. Um, but I'm in her close friends. She posted her close friends. Um Hold on, let me go to my Twitter and read you exactly what is. I read you exactly because I screenshotted it. Of, of course, I, I I fucking extra name out because I didn't want y'all to go bother this woman. Um, but I I think I think I think that kind of some of y'all didn't believe it was really my ex. Y'all thought it was just a random screenshot. It was my ex. I think it's because some of y'all hate y'all exes. Not me. I love all mine still. Uh, she said my ex was for sure punching on anybody for me. If you know, you know. Towards I said she showed me when one fight and now she's telling me where I'm suing, man. She literally saw me win one fight. She telling the world, the whole world, I'm Superman. Why is she doing this? I won one fight. I won one fight, and like I broke up another one very convincingly. And now she's telling the world I'm Superman. So let me tell you this story. Back back when I lived on my own, we had an apartment, and we used to do house parties at that. We 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 used to do house parties in my apartment. Uh, we we used to call my apartment the cabin, and we used to do house parties there all the time, like once every month for like a whole summer. And I was kind of like, oh, shit, we, you know, we get a bunch of liquor, invite a whole bunch of underage people because we was underage and we just drink our asses off. Now, one night particularly, this before I was a drinker, I was a smoker. So I was like, I was I was still pretty antisocial at, at that moment. Like, I, I think I'm, I'm pretty antisocial now still, but like, I'm more like outgoing because I drink and I don't smoke no more. So I used to be like, be people be around, I'm like, I don't want to be around you motherfuckers no more. Um, like, like my people meter is, is 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 what I used to call it. My people meter used to just get to zero very fast. Um. So 
house party vibes are happening um it's just gay it, 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 it's just gay guy there i don't know who he came with i don't know who he was friends with but a lot of random people will come will come up will, will show up because we were like you know me and my homies we were like not big in the art scene but we were like known in the art scene like people knew us in like the art scene in philadelphia back in like 2015 no excuse me i'm lying like 2017 2018 around that time like you know People knew, people knew me and my homie, so we was like buzzing. So people would just like post a flyer and be like, "Yo, come here, come here, come here," and that's kind of what happened. It was a bunch of people that I didn't know would show up to my crib all the time and just party in my house. Just did this one particular night. It was a whole bunch of faces I've never seen before. So, but usually when that would happen, the first thing I will always greet you at the door because I had to take your money, and I would say, "Hey, this is my crib. You, you welcome." Yeah, man, come vibe, come vibe. We got drinks here. Also, if you need weed, I got weed. If you need roll-ups, I got roll-ups. Yeah, and also, if you have any issues, any problems, something happened, let me know this is my crib. I used to introduce myself at the door to everybody that paid me money. Also, we used to do a great deal. That's why some bitches was coming. We used to do a great deal, three for tens. You you can get three bitches in it for $10. It was a great deal. It was a great deal. Um, Great deal, great deal. Oh, my God. Um. Of course we did. Of course we did women into free before a certain time before, but you know whatever. Um, so that was the thing. It was just, it was gay guy there. Don't know who he came with, but I remember introducing him, and I remember I remember introducing myself to him. I remember he was like kind of like dismissive of me. I'm like all right, whatever. Um, and then I remember him getting very drunk very fast. I remember because we had some rum punch. Granted, we're like 19, 20 year old kids. We couldn't. We didn't go. We didn't, we couldn't go into liquor stores and buy our own liquor. Like so, the, we we would just hire like, I think Rob's older sister or some shit to go get liquor for us or, some, or something like that. <clears throat> I don't know what the reason was, but somebody used to go get liquor for us. We give them money, then we just get the cheapest shit ever, which is Everclear. If you ever threw a house party or if, if you ever been to college, you know Everclear is the cheapest liquor and it's very fucking strong. So we just get a big handle Everclear, maybe two of them Johns, pour it in his bucket, and make and make jungle juice. Now, man. And he got two cups of them shits, and he was tossed. And I knew he was tossed, but I thought maybe he could handle this shit. Why did I think a 19-year-old kid could handle the liquor? I don't know. But we was all kids. So I thought we could all handle our liquor, right? No. This kid got fucked up, got sloshed. He's gone. He's, 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 he's done. He's dancing with some girls. Maybe He may be getting a little too handsy because gay guys can do that sometimes. Get a little gay guys and women do get a little too handsy with each other sometimes. Like, women will get... I've seen women full-on grab other women's pussies. And I know gay guys would do the same thing where, like, they just smack other women's asses and, like, grab bitches' titties because they think, I'm gay. But it's still, like, a personal respect thing. Like, like you know, like, respect my space. So he was doing that, and uh, some girl walked up to me because, like I said, at the door, I introduced myself to everybody. Hey, this is my crib. So she walked up to me. She said, hey, um, that guy over there is too drunk. Um, I need you to get him home for me. I say, sure. Where is he? He go. She goes right there. Okay. So I pick him up. So I go over to where he's at, and then like he's like falling, slide. He's sliding down the walls, basically throwing up. I go pick him up. I said, come on, buddy. We we gotta go outside. I'm asking him shit like, who'd you come here with? Did you drive? Did you Uber? How'd you get here? Where do you live? I'm asking all these questions as we get to the door. As we go outside to the front door, my ex girlfriend is now like. At the door taking cash because we because we would go back and forth on duties and she's doing the same thing I'm doing. Hey, this is my crib. If you see if if you need anything, hit me up. I got you. And you know what I mean. So we going out, we go out the front, and she's at the front door. Like we open the we, we open the screen door and she's at the front door, like standing there, like, you know what I'm saying? Watching. And this nigga yells, 
Move, bitch. I committed a hate crime that day. I committed a hate crime. I punched that gay nigga in the back of his fucking head. Pussy. Got him. I got him one good one. Mind you, he already drunk. He already been sliding down walls all night. Got one good one. Pussy. He's hit. He fall again. As he, as he falling, I'm throwing more. Pussy, 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 pussy. He hit the ground. As he hit the ground, I'm about to stomp on his fucking head. I hear Cam yell. Bro, this shit crib. I don't know why that sentence calmed me down, got me to stop from killing this nigga, but it did. That one sentence, bro, this shit crib, made me not want to kill this gay guy no more. Made me not. I went back in the house. I think Cam went outside, handled it. From what I hear, this nigga walked up the street throwing up. Somebody had to go figure it out, and he got home or some shit like that. Uh, I don't know. But this is the story of the fight she saw me won. So when she posted, once again, I'm reading it on the story. My ex was for sure punching on anybody for me. 100 emoji. It's a 100 emoji in this bitch. If you know, you know. She was talking about me punching a drunk gay guy. Why are you telling niggas I'm Superman when you see me beat one nigga and he was a drunk gay guy? That's not a stat. I don't even count that on my win-loss record. That was a squash. That was a squash match in wrestling. He's a jobber. I'm the big new big bad guy, and I came through powerbomb, depending one, two, three. That's it. Why is you telling niggas about this? I ha- I haven't brought it up to her, but I am going. I am going. I am going to bring it up to her. Like, hey, why are you telling people that? Why are you? Why are you telling people? That I'm Superman. Can you stop? Because what if you date a new nigga? He gonna box me now. I'm not boxing over you. We haven't had sex in nine months. Somewhere around there. Why you? Why you tell people that? Disgusting. But yeah, man. I think it's time I talk about um. The smack heard around the world. The smack heard around the world, man. I thought about playing the video, but I'm sure everybody who's listening to this have seen the video already, so there's no need to, you know, beat a dead horse over the head. So, but if you don't know, I'll explain it to you, and you can just go find the video on the internet because I'm sure it's on. I'm sure it's on your timeline somewhere. <coughs> Sunday night was the Oscars. Sunday night was the Oscars, and at the Oscars. Um, Will Smith was up for Best Actor, which is apparently a, a fucking prestigious award that he's never won, even though he's been like the man for like 25 years in Hollywood. He's been the man for like my, literally my whole life. He's been the man in Hollywood. He premiered number one like eight straight times. Like he's been the man. Never won Best Actor. Him and his wife, Jada Pickett Smith, was sitting front row. By the way, is her name Pinkett or Pickett Smith? I don't know. But Chris Rock was on stage presenting another award. I believe it was the award for best documentary or something like that. And Questlove later won that award and was kind of Questlove Philadelphian 
member of the Roos band, guy I look up to. Um, also, also guy I have beef with because I'm not on the Roos picnic uh, roster uh, on the podcast stage. Guy kind of got beef with, but um, he won best. He won best documentary vibes. What a fucking time to be alive. Um, and his whole moment was overshadowed because of this incident. Chris Rock, Chris Rock is presenting, and when a comedian presents as like I think it's like I don't I don't watch the Oscars, but when I can understand. I've never watched award shows. Award shows are never fun to me unless like the BT awards and it's only the BT hip hop awards and only back when like rappers still rapped. Rappers be rapping now, but rappers don't rap on beats where like you can like, I can be like, Ooh, that's a good punchline. They just don't do that no more. Um, so I haven't really watched award shows in a very long time, but, but, but when comedians present awards, it's kind of like a thing where, they roast the crowd a little bit. They, they 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 tell a few jokes. Now I haven't heard the jokes before this particular joke, but I can assume he joked on everybody. And he said one joke that went like, he said, uh, and and Jada, GI Jane too, can't wait to see it. Very harmless joke. Very harmless joke. Now, why is that a harmless joke, you ask? Because G.I. Jane was a movie from 1997, which I think is a playoff G.I. Joe, where a woman shaved their head and joined the army and, like, you know, fire, whatever. And and Jada Pickett-Smith is a bald woman or whatever. It's, for, it's, 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 a lay, it's a layup of a joke. It's a lollipop joke. It is what it is. It's not, it's not, it's not even that funny of a joke, to be honest. It's way better jokes you could have went with. Like, Caillou, way better. Like Caillou is always like Caillou is always gonna be a better joke for a ball or little Bill. Always gonna be better for a ball nigga. But also GI Jane, it's a movie. This is a war show about movies, so it kind of makes sense. He said he said that joke, and in the clip, which we've all saw, Will Smith lasts for a little bit. Nigga lasts for a little bit. You can see the the clear disdain, the clear disgust. And Jada Pickett Smith, and, J- and Jada Pickett Smith's face, she's clearly not enjoying her time here. She clearly did not like that joke. Rolled her eyes a little bit. Will Smith is laughing. I've talked to a bunch of people since then, and one person told me that that was uh, just a re- some, sometimes um, things that make you uncomfortable, you laugh. I was like, that's not a comfortable laugh. That nigga belly laugh. That nigga like, go watch that video back. That nigga said, huh, huh. Like, his belly, he opened his mouth up and he belly laughed. And I think that's partially the reason why Jada was so upset. Said that Joe Chris Rock said, what? What? That was a light one. And they said, all right, okay, let's move on. As he attempts to move on, you hear the crowd erupt. And what that eruption is about is Will Smith is walking to the stage. Will Smith walks to the stage Stands in front of him and smacks the everlasting shit out that nigga. What a beautiful smack. It was, it was an eloquent smack. Like it was one of the best smacks of all time. To, to critique the smack a little bit. We talk about a guy that played Muhammad Ali a little bit, right? You know what I mean? Like his feet wasn't really like he didn't really twerk his hips the best, right? Like it could have been some more twerk, 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 twerk. Torque, torque on the hips, right? He could have like really got into it. 
But he didn't. His feet left the ground. I think we could blame a little bit at on the dress shoes he was wearing. Dress shoes be slippery as fuck. We don't know what that floor was like. That floor could have been slippery. It probably wasn't the best environment to smack the shit out of a nigga. That's what I'm going to guess. Probably wasn't the best arena to be smacking niggas in the fucking mouth. In my opinion. In my opinion, probably wasn't the best arena to go smack a nigga in the fucking mouth. You heard? He smacked that nigga Chris Rock says, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Will Smith yells two times, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. And then Chris Rock says, I will. Which is some bitch ass nigga shit. That's some bitch ass nigga shit. That's some bitch ass nigga shit, honestly. And then you can see Chris Rock's face go, you can hear him go, oh, I could. Or something like he go, ooh, I, ooh, like I could. Like, and I know in his head, he's like, I got so many jokes I could get off right. Like, Chris Rock is an all-time funny nigga. Like, regardless of what you think about him after this or before this, Chris, top, Chris Rock is an all-time funny nigga. Like, like, literally, like, a lot of our parents love Chris Rock. Like he's one of the he's one of the best comedians of all time. Like, and it's not even it's not even close. Like the same way how like Eddie Murphy's up there, Chris Rock is also up there. Chris Rock is one of them niggas for real gang. He's one of them. Um Chris Rock had the famous joke, it's, it's the difference between niggas and black people. And I think that's a great joke to this day. But Chris Rock is one of them. And you can see him go like, oh no. And then he fucks up on it on presenting, and that's and that's and that's the end of it. Um, I just want to give you context on this because for the last few days, I've been um, taking notes about what the about the uh, um, about the conversation that's happening from this slap on the timeline. I just been like paying attention to what's being said and and thinking and like you know writing them down. So here go what I've written down on this because I just want to talk about this for a little bit and we can talk about some funny shit. Um. One of the one of the things I've seen people talk about is violence is not the answer. St- you're a pussy. Violence is always the answer. Um, do I agree that Will Smith should have smacked the shit out of Chris Rock? I probably wouldn't have smacked the shit out of that nigga, to be fair. To be honest with you, I thought, to be honest, like, to be here's my reasoning for not smacking in the shit out of Chris Rock. Because both me and my wife are famous. And if we sit in front row at the fucking Oscars and the comedian gets on stage to present a joke, I'm expecting we're going to get roasted. Yeah, man. So I want to spread this shit out, but that's me. You can't tell somebody how to react, right? Like, and I don't want y'all to be like, oh, wait, that's his woman. There is like, I, I will defend my woman in multiple situations. Like, yeah, man. But also to be fair, I don't like women that put you in positions to fight. I don't like that kind of shit. Cause I know girls like that that put you in positions to fight, and now you gotta fight. I don't like that kind of shit. I, I don't. Like I used to date this girl, and we used to go out, and she used to talk heavy out her mouth, and then like she would do it cause I'm a big guy, and then like she would like she would just be like, "Babe, you." I'm like, "Bitch, I I don't got no beef with this nigga. Stop talking. If you not gonna fight that nigga, shut up. Like you know." But that's one of the things. Violence is always the answer. If you want to smack the shit out of a nigga, smack the shit out of a nigga. Um, then I see the narrative of defending black women. And I knew this narrative was going to happen simply because I just like I know I know just I know there are people 
I know people there are there are that are so pro black and so far gone in the uh, in the spectrum of what they uh, what is about what is right and wrong that I knew this was going to be a conversation and we couldn't escape it and it was and it was and am I mad that people have that opinion no do I think it's dumb yes yes I think it's I think it's idiotic to be fair I think it's some of the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my fucking life because um. Like, I heard people say that the black woman is the most disrespected woman in America, and I agree with you. Black women are, are insanely disrespected, for sure. This wasn't disrespect. It was a joke. Now, I mean, and I'm going to explain to you in a second about why I think this joke is, is being blown out of proportion. Um, what else? Uh, I also heard a narrative. Look at, uh, look at how, look how bad we look in front of white people. I don't give a f- y'all know me. I don't give a fuck about crackers. Even though, to be fair, I gotta walk back some of my cracker hate. I tweeted this. I gotta walk back some of my cracker hate for the long for the longest time on this podcast. I've got on this podcast and been like, "Yo, fuck crackers, fuck white people." I gotta walk some of that hate back. I ain't gonna lie. To you. I gotta walk some of that because you know some of the crackers ain't bad. Like I like non-binary whites. I fuck with them. Not not necessarily gays or lesbians. Don't really rock with them it's too much. Like, it's not that I hate gays or lesbians. That's not what I'm saying. They just not really my cup of tea. But the non-binary whites, thorough. Every non-binary white person I met, very thorough. Um, Because they're confusing, and I like confusing. They just be like, you know, they be like, yeah, I just like a boy. But my pronouns are they, them, suck my dick. I think that's vibes. I think that's thorough. So non-binary whites, fuck with them the long way. Also, um, gingers. I love gingers. All, all ginger crackers are good with me. If you're white and you're a ginger and you're listed right now, let I'm gonna tell you right now, you're good with me. And if I see you getting jumped in the streets, my nigga, I'm rocking for you because why they jumping you? Is it because ginger? <laughs> is it because that if you rearrange the words in ginger, it spells nigger? I think so, brother. But no, I don't give a fuck about how bad we look in front of white people. I don't like I don't like I don't I don't I don't ever aim to look good in white dominated spaces. I don't give a fuck. Like I for, to be honest, I myself avoid white dominated spaces as much as I can, but being in Amer- but being a black person in America, that's very difficult because America is a white dominated space, but living inside this white dominated space which is America, I choose not to give a fuck about how white people look at me. Because it does not, I never in my life have I ever aimed to be the palatable black person for white consumption. Suck my dick. I I don't care. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I just simply, I simply cannot have, I do not have the time, I do not have the energy to make myself look good in the eyes of a man that will call me a nigger the second, the second I act in a way that he does not deem acceptable i just can't like i don't i don't i don't live my life that way i don't live my wife i don't live my life that way so all you coons on the internet saying shit like oh look how bad we look in front of white people what i'm gonna ask you this why do you care why do you care why do you care about about how we looked in front of white people by the way not we not we Will Smith looked bad in front of white people. No, not for white. Will Smith looked bad in front of the country. You know why Will Smith looked bad in front of the country? 
I totally believe that at a certain monetary status and cultural status as a black person, you you exceed being black. It's the it's the it's the great old saying, "I'm not black, I'm OJ." OJ should have said that because he he thought in his mind he exceeded the the expectations of being a black person, and Will Smith has exceeded that right. On Sunday, when he smacked Chris Rock, that was the first time white America ever looked at Will Smith and saw a nigger. First time. First time. So don't give me that bullshit about how good we look in front of white America when they don't give a fuck about us. The second we act in a way that they deem unacceptable, they will call us all of the worst names in the world. So I don't give a fuck about that. That does not, that does not, does that does absolutely nothing for me. And that's my pro-black rhetoric of the day, because I know I'm pro-black. That's my pro-black rhetoric of the day. Uh, here's the thought I had this week. Uh, <laughs> I remember when Black Lives Matter was happening. I remember, <laughs> that sounds so bad. I remember when, like, the riots and the protests were happening for Black Lives Matter. And I saw a lot of people on Twitter, and in and, 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 and response to um, uh, people that say all lives matter, Say that uh, black li- black uh, uh, being pro black doesn't mean anti white, which I agree with. Being pro black doesn't necessarily mean anti white, but I'm pro black and anti white. <laughs> like I don't give like I don't give a fuck about white. Like here, but here's why, and that sounds bad. Like I, if you white, you listen to this. This isn't me being like fuck you. I don't think you should live. This is me saying I don't give a fuck about your opinion, and I don't give a fuck about how you see me. I don't give a fuck about how you feel about black issues because this is not your problem. These, these are my people, so I'm anti-white when it comes to you being in black-dominated spaces. Like I'm, y- y'all know me, I'm a gatekeeper. Like I'm like keep crackers out. That's that that that's my thing. You know what I mean, um, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not the. I've never aimed to be the like I said. I never aimed to be the palatable white. I never aimed to be the palatable black person for white consumption. I don't give a fuck if if you don't like me, suck my dick. Um, and that's, and that's kind of what I mean. All right. But next, next point about Jaden Will Smith, um, but before I anti-black this podcast out, y'all already know I could, um, oh, but, oh, but before we go, but hold on, uh, we talk about, we, we talk about, um, looking bad in front of crackers, right? But Will got up there and apologized to who? When he accepted that award, who did he apologize to? He only apologized to the crackers this nigga got up there and said i'm sorry master he said i'm sorry i'm i'm sorry to the academy nigga you didn't smack the academy you smacked chris rock this nigga got up there and apologized to master and y'all want to ask y'all don't y'all don't y'all look at me in my face and be like we look so bad in front of white people no the fuck we did it will smith look bad to white to white to, to, to black people right now like some of y'all like, oh, he a real nigga for smacking that nigga fuck that he got up there and apologized to master how we just gonna forget that are we crazy right now? This nigga said, I'm I'm sorry to the Academy. What you do to the Academy, nigga? They just gave you an award. You you got up, walk on that stage, smack that nigga, sat down, didn't get kicked out when you apologized to them? And then two days later, you're going to get an Instagram and apologize to Chris? Crazy. Crazy. Um, What else? What else is there? Um... Um, 
I've been seeing this narrative go around. Chris my, Chris Rock made the documentary good here. And if you've never seen it, it's a great documentary. He made it because um, his daughter uh, was feeling uncomfortable about her hair. So he made a documentary about black hair and like the and like the essence of it and like the, the cultural and the spiritual and meanings behind it so that um, his daughter and all black women could never... Um, so black women, so her, his daughter and black women across the country, across the world, could feel comfortable in their own skin and 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 in their own and in their own hair. It's a great documentary. I, I watched it. I watched it when I was a kid. He even called it a good hair. And y'all know I've said it a bunch on this podcast. There's no such thing as good hair. There's just hair. There's no such thing. Like because my hair may be curlier than somebody else's, doesn't mean my hair is better than theirs. Doesn't mean I got that good shit. Black people love to say that. I just got hair. My hair is a softer texture. Um. But people, people been making the saying that people been making the point because he made good hair. Um, the take is well, he should know not to make that joke. My response to that is, um, <coughs> my 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 response to that is, he made a documentary about black hair. I think he should be afforded. I think if anybody should be afforded the opportunity to make a joke about black hair, it is Chris fucking rock. If if anybody throughout history should be afforded the luxury to make a joke about black hair, it's Chris fucking rock. Like, like, like I, I've always, I've always believed that you like, you should make, um, you shouldn't joke about things that you're not educated on because then you just sound ignorant. I've always believed that. That's why, like, most times when I make a joke about something because I thought about it, I chewed on it, I Googled it, I, I, I did some research about it, and I can say something because I did a little bit of research, right? That's, that, that's, that's, that's my belief, right? That's just me and, like, how I, and how I carry myself artistically and when it comes to, like, saying dumb shit on the Internet. Chris Rock literally did that. He made a documentary about good hair and then joke. Uh, he, he, made a, he made a documentary about black hair and then joked about black hair. I mean, like, and it and it sounds like I'm sipping for Chris Rock right now, but I'm I'm really sipping for the idea that it was distasteful to tell that joke, which I don't believe that at all. Like, was it a bad joke? I wouldn't say it was necessarily a bad joke. I'll say it was unfunny. That joke wasn't funny. Like, it wasn't. I didn't laugh at it. It wasn't. It wasn't funny. I'm gonna keep it a bean with you. It was simply not a funny joke. But that doesn't, that doesn't make it a bad joke. It just makes it a joke that didn't resonate. And it it, it got a laugh in the room though. So I can sit at home and be like, this is something I've always, I always thought like, like if you don't find, if, if you find something unfunny, but it got a laugh in that room where, where it was supposed to get a laugh at, maybe you off here, my nigga. It, the people who, who came out to see that joke laughed at it. So, um, yeah, suck my dick when it comes to that. And, um, here, here and here, here's my second to last thing. Um, Ball jokes have always been funny. Ball jokes have literally all like you can't point to a time in history where ball jokes haven't been funny. Ball jokes have always been funny. Like niggas start to go bald, like male pattern baldness is a thing, and nobody ever feels sympathy for men when we go through male pattern baldness. Nobody. Like my hairline starts to recede a little bit, we laugh. Yeah, man, I get the, I get, I, I get the Uncle Fester going, niggas laugh. Jada Pickett Smith get alopecia, and all of a sudden you can't laugh at it. She ain't got the bitch not dying from it. She's not dying. 
She's not fucking dying from alopecia. She's fine. My little brother has alopecia. He gets ball spots in his head, usually called from stress or not sleeping. That's that's that that that's where his shit comes from. It's fucking funny. Every time, every time he gets a flare up, I laugh so fucking hard. Cause why is this little nigga seventeen and balding? It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Ball jokes have always been funny. Literally, men, men. Young men, it, there's men out there. I'm, I might be one of those young men. Like my dad was one of these niggas. My, my dad started balding in his in his mid twenties. I'm in my mid twenties right now, so I, 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 I think I'm on a verge of balding. That's, 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 I'm not gonna lie. That's part of the reason why I'm growing my hair out right now because my dad started balding when he was around my age, and uh, I got I gotta hold on to all that hair I can because I've always said the day I, the day I, but my dad started balding in the middle of his head first. I'm not balding in the middle of my head yet, but I've always said. That the day I feel my shit going, I'm going bald. I've always said that. As because my dad, my dad been bald. My, my dad's been balding for the better part of 15 years, but he's been bald for like I don't know six months now. He finally cut it off, and I've always said that the day I, the day my shit like your shit, I'm going bald. But that's the thing though, like men go men bald, and it's just a thing that we joke about. This bitch get alopecia all of a sudden. Nobody respects black women. And I shouldn't say bitch because you say words like that and people lose the message. So I'm so I'm gonna I'm gonna replace that word. This woman, this woman, this person, go this person has alopecia, which from all accounts, correct me if I'm wrong, you cannot die from. It just you lose a little bit of hair. She gets alopecia, loses her hair, and now I'm supposed to feel bad for her. I can't joke about that. When literally men Having gone bald for forever, and all we do is joke about that. Ladies, think about this. Your daddy probably bald. Do you not laugh at your daddy bald head? You got an uncle that's bald. Do you not laugh at your uncle bald head? Let's be honest. Like, bald heads have always been funny. They're always going to be funny. And um, my last point about this, and then uh, we're going to get out of this. My very last point. My very last point is... um. Calling Jada, Will's wife, kind of spits in the face of feminism. Let me restart that because I wrote this one down. I was like, I'm going to kill him with this one. Calling Jada, Will's wife, kind of spits in the face of feminism and woman autonomy. Right? So when we say things like he was defending his wife, it's kind of like, why do we need a man to defend a woman? Isn't that kind of what feminism about is like separating the idea of the dainty like woman in distress right over like right over like like you see what i'm saying like i i just don't i just don't see a need for you to defend a woman if, if she don't like it she could have defended herself am i wrong in that assessment i feel like that's like i feel like that's what feminism is about it's separating the like is giving women their own autonomy, giving giving women their own agency, giving women their own rights, and just to say like that's Will's wife kind of spits in the face of all that. Am am I am I wrong in that assessment? And I mean like <laughs> because I've seen a lot of people say that I'm just like we acting like we also acting like Jada Pickett Smith isn't an accomplished actor herself. Right, like hold on, like let me hold on, let me go, let me go find Will Smith's apology because I thought it was something very telling in here that I don't think nobody else noticed, and I want to be the one to point it out because I'm dumb and I'm okay with making, with saying the things nobody else want to say. Um, 
He said, jokes at my expense are a part of my job, but joke about my but joke but jokes about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. <laughs> Is Jada also not like okay? Before I go into that, Will saying jokes at my expense are part of my job as a public figure. As a public figure who put themselves out there, right? Who who is a person in alum, like you are you are setting yourself up to to have jokes about you. That's kind of that's part of the job. Like I can't ever be mad when niggas make fun of me because I put myself out here to be made fun of. Like there's there's thousands of things you can make fun of me for. I stutter. I have a podcast and I fucking stutter. I stutter forty times an episode. Like it's kinda of, it's kinda of, it's, it's, it's it's like I just I, I did it just then. I did it just then, nigga. I did it just then. It's kinda of part of the the brand at this point. So I get that. But is Jada Pinkett Smith also not a public figure? Does she also not have movies under her belt, TV shows under her belt? Does she also not have Red Table Talk, which is just a, 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 a big podcast that's owned by fucking Facebook? Like she's also a public figure. She also like showed us she's bald. She's been bald for a while now. Like that's like a like it's a part of her. And by the way, she don't look bad bald. She looks oh she looks good bald. And and the one last thing I want to say. Why are we acting like why are we act why are we acting like why are we acting like fucking alopecia is like this scary thing that kills people? It doesn't. It doesn't. First of all, I just I just <laughs> I just Googled alopecia, right? I Googled it. And here's exactly what it says. It says, it says sudden hair loss that starts with one or more circular ball patches that may overlap. My little brother has that. Got a ball patch in the, in the side of his head. It looks crazy. I laugh at him all the time. Alopecia occurs when the immune system attacks hair follicles and may be brought on by severe stress. I said that earlier. Um, treatment can help, but the, kiss, but, but the condition cannot be cured. Cool. Also, um, it says midterm resolve within months. Within months, you can get on some medicine and you can have your hair back. <sighs> and that's that's my biggest thing. Like I get it. Like I, I like I I understand both sides of like you protecting your wife, but also I see the other side of like your wife is a public figure. She signed up for this. She gonna get these jokes too, and bald heads are always funny. Also, I I, I also say I also understand Will. Like, first of all, here here's a Will saying like he reacted emotionally. Don't talk about my wife's conditions. But I saw this person tweet, and I saved it because I thought it was a real good explanation. This is it's a white woman, and I, and I hate to give a white woman credit, but she explained it so well. She said Jada 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 was pissed at the joke. Jada was pissed at the joke. And when she saw Will actually laughing at said joke, she was instantly super pissed. Which Will immediately noted, instantly regretted his own reaction, and with ballistic, not from anger, but from fear, embarrassment, regret, and testosterone. Whew. That white woman was spitting just now. That 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 cracker bitch was spitting. Cause like 
it's true. Like that ain't that ain't that ain't like Iraq the most nigga. You embarrassed for the last two and a half years. We were making entanglement jokes, laughing at you, laughing at your wife fucking an R and B singer who ain't been pop, popping since I was in high school. That's what we've been laughing at you for. And you finally found somebody that was smaller than you that you could pick on. Like Chris Rock ain't like Chris, like and I, I I hate I hate when people say this, but let's say it wasn't Chris Rock. Let's say it, let's say it was Dwayne the Rock Johnson who said that joke. You think you think you think Will Smith get up there and, and, and smack the Rock? No, Will Smith ain't no fucking dummy. But he smacked Chris Rock because Chris Rock a bitch. Chris Rock a bitch. Let's be honest. Chris Rock a bitch ass nigga. Ain't nobody. We saw his show and his and his and his and his own television show by his life. He portrayed himself as a bitch. Ain't nobody afraid of that nigga. But you know, it is what it is. The slap hurt around the world, man. It was a slap hurt around the fucking world. Uh, but let's get into some topics. I got some topics I wrote down. Where do we want to start, man? I, I got some funny shit. I got some. I got some. Uh, got some more serious shit. Um, but let's go. Let's go funny. Let's let let's start off with uh, nah, that's not that's not funny. That that that's a woman hate. No, let's start funny. So I lied to Zuber this week. <clears throat> yesterday, no, two days ago. I don't know. Maybe yesterday was it yesterday? I think so. It was Monday. Monday, my fucking charger wasn't work wasn't working. So I had to uh, take a Uber over to Target to go. It was very cold. I would have walked. It's not far from my crib. It's like it's like a twenty minute walk from my crib. I would have walked usually, but it's been so fucking cold recently. Like I don't, yo, spring was leaving. Like excuse me, winter was leaving. Like it was winter was gone. It was leaving. It was out the door, my nigga. Like two weekends ago, it was like fucking seventy and sunny. Niggas was wearing shorts outside, and now all of a sudden I'm wearing my big coat again. It's been real bipolar recently, but. Ooh, fuck me. Pause. <laughs> I can't say pause when I say ooh, fuck me when I also said I was suck dick on this Sam and Zach podcast. So, not me. Ooh, it is what it is. But I was in an Uber, and um, I lied to his Uber the other day. And I think it's going to be my new favorite thing, this lie to Ubers. Because how would you know? How would you know? Like, like how would they ever fact check me? Because, like, honestly, it's a fun game because why are you talking to me? I like a quiet ride. I really do enjoy quiet rides. Like, I like to sit in the backseat of your car and not say a thing. Why pay you way too much money to drive me to a destination? That's what I want. I want to, I'm, I'm paying for convenience. And you talking to me is ruining the fucking convenience of this, of this $70 I just paid you to drive me 30 minutes away from my house. Please shut the fuck up. So for now, I'm going to lie. And I lied to this lady. It was a, such a crazy lie. Uh, so the lady asked me, she said, hey, what do you do for work? I said, yeah, I, 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 I work in an office building. I wash dishes. She was like, so, oh, what do you do? I said, oh, I'm an office assistant. You know, I get coffee, strap paper, you know, the, 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 the usual shit. She asked about the job some more. First, at this point, at this point, I'm so deep in this lie only because this, this, let me tell you why I went with this lie real fast before I go any further. Let me tell you why I went with this lie. I've been, been, I've, I've been, been watching, binge watching the show Secession on HBO. What a great show. I don't understand none of the business shit, but at its core, it is a, is, is a family drama about power. 
That's all it is. It's a family drama about trying to take power. And I love it. I love it. It's so fucking me- These crackers are so fucking messy. These crackers hate each other, but they're family. I'm like, oh, yes, crack hate. Fuck. So at this point in my head, I'm just like thinking of, of all the things I've seen these crackers do inside the office building. So she asked me, she's like, hey, like, what's it like working there? I was like, no, you know, but the but the trust fund kids, you know, somebody, you know, somebody's dad is on a member of the board, so they get so they get a job there, bada boom, bada bang. She said, Hey, what company do you work for? I knew this I knew this question was accent was coming. So in my head, I'm thinking of like, what company do I work for? What company do I work for? I said, IBM. I don't even know if there's an IBM office located in the city of Philadelphia. I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't know. I don't know. But I said it. I said it. I said it, gay. She was like, <laughs> so she was like, she was like, she was like, at first, no, the question that she started with, you got work today? I was like, yeah, nah, I got, I got work in about an hour or so. I got to go pick up a charger real fast so I can, you know, charge my phone. She's like, oh, what do you do for a living? I was like, you know, I work in the office building. She's like, oh, like, it's kind of late. Though. I was like, oh, no, because I was, because I, cause I was, I was, I was uh, working from home today. I was like, yeah, you know, that, you know, that's like a leftover thing from quarantine. Like a lot of, like, like a lot of these businesses don't like want their employees inside the business, inside, inside the actual building because it saves the money. You know, you don't got to pay a water bill. You don't got to pay a fucking eat. You got you don't got to pay any electric bill. You know it, it's it's cheaper for us to work at home, and she believed every single second of all the bullshit I was spewing, of all the bullshit. Is, uh, she was like, "How'd you get the job?" I said, "You know, my uncle he he runs a nonprofit in the in the city, and like which is that's this part is true. You gotta here's the here's the thing about a good lie, a good lie you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta tangle some truth in there somewhere. You gotta ground it in some reality. All good lies are grounded in some form of reality. As a, I'm, I think I'm an all time great liar. I think when I'm in my lying bag, I'm an all time great liar. Here's my issue. I get on this podcast and I say shit like this, and then the bad bitches want to suck my dick and they know shit like this about me, and they be like. Dom, you're a liar. I'm like, no, I'm not. They be like, you said you were an all-time great liar. I'm like, when did I say it? They be like, the minute and six, there was like the hour and four minute mark of episode 128. That's when you said it. I was like, those is lyrics, bitch. Like, I'm fighting for my fucking life because I get on this podcast and I just say what's on my fucking mind. That's my fucking, I, just be, I be fighting for my life. So I was talking, I was talking to show the other day. And I and like I ain't gonna lie, I got a little crush on Shorty. So we rapping and shit, we vibing, and all of a sudden she was like, "Damn, I, she, I was, she was like, she's like, damn, you ain't shit." I was like, "No, nah, I'm shit." She's like, "I was like, how you know I'm not shit?" She's like, "I listen to your podcast." I'm like, "Yo, I didn't know so many women that wanted to suck my dick was gonna hear that. I would have lied in the other direction more. I'd have been like, I'm a great guy. All I do, I just want to take care. I want to cater to. You. I would, I would have lied in the opposite direction." I would have just like went so crazy. I would have learned Lionel this shit. I would have just learned Lionel this shit. Like if I would have known that my audience would have skewed more women, if if, if I would have knew bitches was going to listen to this, I wouldn't have been giving it up the way I did. I gave it up so crazy before because it was only men listening. It was only boys. I thought it was the boys having boy talk over here. I thought we were just vibing. And then bitches started hearing. I'm like, yo, stop. Like when the fuck y'all start listening to this shit? I will. I swear to God, I will learn Lionel did. I'm like, yo, Queens, I love y'all. 
all I want to do is rub y'all backs and and eat y'all butts. I would have just I would have straight up Steve this shit. I would just went on, I came on the, came on the podcast and start pandering. But it's too late now. It's too late. <sighs> Fuck. I think Lionel listens to my podcast still, so he's gonna hear that and he be like, that's a shot. It's not. I'm joking, L. I'm joking. But L, since I got your attention, we were talking this week. And I was telling L how I don't really be fucking no more. I'm like, cause I really don't be fucking no more. I really slow down my fucking a lot. And he was like, then what he did verbatim he said, then what you be doing? I was like, damn, that nigga getting so much pussy. Like, my nigga, yo, my nigga, I need y'all to realize how much pussy this nigga's getting. I told my man, nah, I ain't really been fucking like that. He said, then what you been doing? Because in his head, all he been doing is fucking. That's all he been doing is fucking. <laughs> all he been doing. I was on the phone with this nigga the other day. Nigga said, yeah, bro, I was fucking this little shawty, and, like, I couldn't make her squirt. You think I lost it? Nigga, I never knew you had it. Why the fuck you asking me this? I never, like, I know you were just out here fucking doing a Kama Sutra on bitches and making them squirt off. I didn't know you had it like that. Like, he asked me, like, I was like, nah, bro, you lost it. I saw the game film. You had it. Like, nigga, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I never knew you had it. I never knew that was in your duffel before. Like, why is he? It was, it was so crazy for me to listen to because I'm like, yo, L. Type beat is this? Like, I need to know. Like, I don't know how to rap on this joint. Like, what type beat is this? Cause I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like the vibe you giving me, up, giving up. That was for Lionel. If Lionel listening, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, ah, oh, shit, fucking goddamn. Yeah, no, what I was talking about, I forgot. I don't know. I be lying to people. I just be lying sometimes. I just be lying. I just be lying. You know. I like lying though. I like it. I like lying is. I like telling small white lies too. Like I like lying about shit that's inconsequential. Like I like. I like lying about shit that does not matter. Does not matter. The other day, the other day, I ate all the Cheerios, and my and my 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 little brother came downstairs. He's like, "Bro, did you eat the rest of the Cheerios?" I was like, "No, I did." I ate the Cheerios. Why the fuck am I tell? Why the fuck am I give you the satisfaction knowing I ate the Cheerios? Never let these niggas know your next move. Why the fuck would I tell you that? Why you want to know that I ate the next? Why you want to stop dickying, nigga? You glazing. Like, <laughs> I like, I like lying about dumb shit. I have no reason to lie about eating the rest of the Cheerios, but it was so stupid I wanted to. Like, I was like, fuck it. This doesn't affect nobody. <laughs> oh, my God. Also, I, fuck it. The other day I was at work. The other day I was at work. And um, my boss had asked me to do something, and I gassed this nigga. He asked me to do something, and I like I just didn't want to do it. Like I I kind of forgot, but also I purposely forgot. Like I knew I had to do it, but I was like I don't want to do it, so I'm gonna just make my brain forget that I got to do it. Um, and then he was like, "Hey, bro, you forgot to do this." I was like, "Ah, oh, man." I was I was like I was like I was like, "Oh man, I don't remember you. I don't remember you telling me to do that." He's like, "No, I definitely told you." I came back here, and I was like, "You sure you're talking to me? You sure it wasn't somebody else?" I was like, I, he was like, no, I was pretty sure. I was like, you sure it wasn't such and such? I was like, I was like, you, I was like, are you saying all oh, black dudes looking like? He was like, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just like, I'm sure it was you. I was like, I don't know if, I'm I'm like, I don't know, I'm not sure if that happened. Just gaslit a nigga for no reason. He definitely told me. He definitely told me to do that. And I was just like, no, I don't want to. And then when he brought it up to me, I was like, no, you did it. I like a lot. Lying is such a fun activity. 
Because why you guys tell the truth all the time? Who's, who said that? Who said that? Who said telling the truth? Who said you got to tell the truth all the time? Sometimes just like, I like to lie a little bit. I feel like that joke just I feel like that joke itself has like contradicted a million things I've said on this I said on this podcast. But this is it's, it's for this is for this is for ooh, that's just be my ass. This is for entertainment purposes only. Like I don't know. This isn't gospel. I'm a high school dropout. <laughs> that's also a thing I love to do. I love when women like some girl I'm dating. I'm not some girl I'm dating, some girl I talk to. Cause we're not we're not I haven't gone on a date yet. But this girl, this girl I talked to, she has it in her mind that I only like older women. Because the last few chicks I fucked with has been like a few years older than me, like 27, 28 type beat. And this girl is not older than me. She just graduated a year earlier than me. And she was born like two months before me. Like, like literally, we're both 24. We're both 24. Both of us are 24. She's like a few months older than me. And she has committed it to her fucking brain that we are that sh- I love older bitches and it got me thinking like damn do I love older bitches like do I do I got a thing for older bitches she thinks I have mommy issues I love my mom I don't have mommy issues like I don't she says you know what's funny remember how a few weeks ago on this podcast I said I love bitches with chest tats remember that I remember I said I, I love like a dirty chest tat I don't know why it does something to me the other day we was on the phone she was like do your mom got chest tat I said bitch the fuck kind of Oedipus Rex shit you think I'm on? I don't have mommy issues. I mean, my mom have a beautiful relationship. I call my mom all the time. We be vibing. Why are you? Are you trying to make it seem like I fucking hate my mom or something like that? Like, or like I want to fuck my mom? You fucking weirdo. Like, no, I mean my mom is great. I don't. Why did I bring that up? I forgot. I had it was a it was a punchline I was gonna get to eventually, but I forgot it. Definitely forgot it. Definitely forgot it. Should I dress the elephant in the room? Some of y'all don't know what the elephant is, but some of y'all do know. Um, where has the video been? Where have the clips been for the last week and a half? Great question, random listener for any part of the country. That's an amazing question. Um, as you can see, well, you can't see because I don't know when this video is going to come out. <laughs> um, but I'm not using my laptop. My laptop is still fucking broke. Uh, the Apple Store have not fixed it yet. Fuck the Apple Store on Walnut Street in Philadelphia. They can suck my dick. Um, they're faggots. Sorry, you're canceled. It is what it is. Um, by the way, I've I have I've had that drop inside my MacBook for uh, not inside my MacBook inside my Rodecast for a very long time, and I finally figured out a use for it. Whenever I just can't resist myself and drop the f word. It's it took it's a great job. It's a great I've I've had it for fucking months now, almost a year now. I have not figured out a use for it until just now. But they are F words. Sorry. I'm canceled. canceled. Yes, I am. Um and you know, I haven't I don't I haven't I have I, I can't edit clips on this piece of shit. This is this laptop is a piece of fucking trash. A piece of fucking trash. Cameron, I love you. He haven't asked for it back yet, but I'm going to give... I, hopefully, my shit, I have my shit back by Thursday. That's what I'm hoping for. <coughs> and, and, you know, you know, it is what it is, gang. You know, life be life and, and life is going to keep life in. As long as, as long as you keep pushing, it's going to keep pushing. That's that's kind of the um, the, uh, the elephant in the room. When will y'all get a clip on Instagram? I don't know. You figure it out. Somebody, somebody, somebody... I might edit it. I don't know. Fuck you. 
Um, fuck it. What else is it for me to talk about? I'm only like an hour and like 10 minutes into this. I got to figure out something else. Um, oh, can I serious this shit out for a second? I didn't tell a lot of jokes. But I'm serious it out for a second. Um, Atlanta is the most overhyped show of all time. I watched the first, I believe the first two episodes that came out on Hulu the other day. I watched the first two. Mind you, I was, I was out last season. I was out. I was out. After season two, I was fucking out. I said, this shit is terrible. That was like four years ago, but I was out. I was like, this shit sucks. Let me tell you why I hated it. Because I feel like it's a show about nothing. That's how I feel. I feel like it's a show about fucking nothing. And I don't like shows about nothing. That's why I don't like Seinfeld. I don't like shows about nothing. I like a narrative or some character product or some or some character progression or something. But I don't see any of this inside the show that is Atlanta. It's just cool shots and cool stories. That's all it fucking is. That's all it fucking is. But I digress. Uh, Atlanta is the most overhyped show of all time, and you only like it because you feel like you should. But can literally anyone can anyone tell me what the show is about? Actually, I should have came back and read that because literally, what the sh- what is the show about? What is the show about? Like I couldn't tell you what the show is about. You know why I don't like Atlanta? It's because I've been fooled by Donald by Donald Glover Productions before. This is I I, I want y'all to know like I'm not I'm not shooting niggas that start liking Donald Glover when Redbone came out. Nah, I'm not shooting niggas, man. I'm not shooting niggas, man. I like the song Freaks and Geeks, my nigga. I like that song. I, you know what? You want to know what my, one of my favorite songs of all time is? And I'm going to get copyrighted on YouTube for this, but I don't even care. That's how much I fucking love this song. I'm, you know my, but this is one of my favorite songs. I'm not even joking. Of all fucking time, my nigga. Of all, I can rap this shit word for word. Word for word, my nigga. Word for fucking word. And this is the Childish Get Beatles song. This right here. Nigga, this. Now I played it. I'm about to rap it for a lick. I, I got to at least give you the first few bars. You hear this? Turn that shit up so niggas can really feel that. Now, now niggas got to feel that. What Childish said? Hold on. Picking out my fro with my fist grown. I got a tab at a stone, maybe this long. My little brother was having a little trouble. I hope that he doesn't care that in this song. Korean town lunch and talking about how to run things. They say Atlanta wanted something. Walker Jeezy and Future got the sheets locked down. Copycats, biggest short tip, keep that crown. Fuck around with the truth, want to see the roots. Press bump me back on stage and this is what I went hard. Cause they can say that I'm solving even black author. I'm naming a little hard, I gotta be honest. Feeling like the other stuff is kinda be honest. Nah, Making stop. Nigga, this, like, this is really my guy. Like, I'll show you, this is really my fucking guy. Like, I'm not true niggas. I really do love this nigga. This nigga, this nigga is the reason why I feel like I could be a podcaster and a rapper. Cause he was mad things. He's a, he's the reason. He's Donald Glover is the reason why I feel like I could be a fucking podcaster, a rapper, and a stand up comedian. He's the reason why. Cause he was a fucking stand up comedian, a rapper, and a fucking actor all at fucking once. He's the reason. I love this nigga. But this nigga submit, and y'all falling for it. Y'all falling for the mid. This shit is some fucking mid, nigga. I want all of you to go watch this. Before the album, or after the album came out, I, I, I think it was before. Before the album, clap, 
before the album, because the internet came out, he released a short film. The short film was called Clapping for the Wrong Reasons. Where absolutely nothing fucking happened. Nothing. Nothing happened, nigga. I'm not even, like, saying that to be like me, but literally nothing fucking happened. Nothing. Nothing. It's just a bunch of cool shots, people talking, but there is no narrative. There is no, yo, and, like, me and Kim fell for this shit. Me and Kim was, like, fucking teenagers, like, I want to say we was like 14, 15 years old, and we would hop on the phone and discuss ideas and theories about what this shit meant. But as I grew up, I learned this shit meant nothing. It meant absolutely fucking nothing. And that's the problem with Atlanta. Atlanta means nothing. Sure, talk about Teddy Perkins. Sure, talk about the first episode of season three where, like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's, it's basically... He just sucking Jordan Peele dick where he does like the, the this whole um black uh black people but in horror where like being black is the horror of the is the scary part. Like the, the the scary part of the of the story is the fact that he's black and his homage to a kid who like was adopted by a white a white family and died. It's it's that whole it's like it's cool, but what the fuck this got to do with the show? The pilot of Atlanta. The pilot of Atlanta, the setup of this show. Was Earn is a college dropout. He he is a classic underachiever who has achieved nothing in his whole life, but he got a kid and he got to make way for his family and he got to do better in his life. And his cousin, his cousin Paperboy, has a popping song in Atlanta. And Earn does everything inside his everything inside his power to prove to his cousin that he could be his manager. That's what the show is about. The show is supposed to be about. Two, two, uh, three, because we got the uh, Darius, three black kids from Atlanta trying to figure out what it what it means to what it means to grow up, what it means to be popular, dealing with fame, dealing with clout, dealing with bitches. Like that's what I thought it was going to be. Like the, the 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 idea of being a black rapper and how that and how that differs. Like you even saw with the, with the whole Justin Bieber thing. Like like you you see glimpses of what the show could be, and then Donald be like, no. Let's have a horrid episode right in the middle of the season. Like, like he'd be like, no, actually, fucking a narrative I was building. I want to make a horror episode right in the middle of the fucking season. And you niggas suck the dick of this mid-ass show every fucking year. Every fucking year, this shit comes out and you niggas be like, gawk, 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 gawk. Get the fucking shaboying out your mouth. This shit's mid. It's mid. It's mid. All right? It's mid. Clip that. Make that a reaction meme. It's mid. You heard? It's mid. I'm so fucking pissed. I, I honestly, because like I, this isn't my. I did an episode last year during quarantine about this shit. No tweets. Not last two years ago. Quarantine was 2020. We in 2022. Excuse me. Two years ago during quarantine. Two years. Two years ago during quarantine. I made an episode. I, I believe it's called Donald Glover Upsets Me or something like that. It's like episode 45 or something like that. Like, literally, I've done an episode about why this shit makes me mad. A whole episode dedicated to it. 
because Donald Glover has the potential to make. It's like Donald Glover starts to write good shows and be like, you know what thing? I don't think I want to do that no more. And that's what it gives me. And it's fun and it sucks, you know. But hey, if you like that shit, that's on you. You fucking cornball. You fucking, fucking, you fucking fag. Sorry, you're canceled. All right. Um, Ray J's Beffa Club rant was the most progressive shit of all time. I don't know if I don't know if you know about I don't know some some of y'all may be too young for Ray J's Breakfast Club rant, but he, apparently he was mad about a fabulous. The story goes he's mad at he's mad at fabulous from like a party that happened at before like a puff party or something like that, and he called in to the Breakfast Club, which is like the Breakfast Club first big moment, <coughs> and went off. Why is he progressive? Because he said some of the funniest shit I've ever heard in my fucking life in the middle of this rant. And it's so funny that I got I I have to play it now so that you can so that you can hear you can hear the comedy with that that is Ray J. Hold on. All right. Hold on, buddy. Hold on. I hate I hate that I gotta use my fucking droid as the place where I play videos and shit from. Cause my MacBook broke. Here we go. Fuck that whole team, nigga. I'ma smack the shit out that bitch ass. Now we gonna try to get Fab now, on the line and squash. We gonna get Fab on the line right now. I'll smack the shit out that nigga. You can't smack him over the phone, right? But that light niggas and they gonna wake that nigga. Get that nigga over. I'm I'm gonna just run that back. I'm this is I I just may be some news to some of you young niggas out here, but this is some of the best shit ever of all time. Right, but, on the phone, that light niggas and they gonna that nigga. You can't smack him over the phone, Ray, but that like niggas, and they gonna rape that nigga. He said, I'm gonna get my big homies that like niggas, and they gonna rape that nigga, bend that nigga over and stick it in his booty. Why is this progressive? Tell you why. Ray J, Long, he's from Long Beach. Ray J, notorious crip. Notorious gangbanger. That means he got some gangbanger homies who are openly gay. Because he said, I'm going to get my big homies that like niggas. That means these niggas told Ray J, Ray J, I'm gay. They came out the closet. Ray J, I like niggas. He said, ain't no problem, homie. You still my big homie. You, you still the big homie. I don't care what you like in your butt. You still the big homie. Ray J said that to him. I can tell you that guy's conversation went down. He was like, the big homie said, Ray J, I got to tell you something. Ray J said, oh, for sure, homie. What's good? Why is that my Ray J voice? I don't know, but go with it. Big homie said, Ray J, I got to tell you something. He said, oh, for sure, homie. What's good? Big homie was like, you know, Ray, it's just like, you know, after I came home from prison, I think I realized some stuff about myself. He said, oh, shit, me too, homie. <clears throat> become was like you know ray j you know i, I really i you know i love you like you know you i you, you've always been there for me and i feel like you know as somebody that i love i feel like i should tell you about this new awakening i'm having in my life ray j i'm gay he said ray j said oh shit big homie you like homies that's cool you still the big homie though and that's how the conversation went 
that's how the conversation went. When Ray J's big homie that like homies told Ray J that he like homies. Um, it is very progressive. It's very progressive. To be fair, could I have a big homie that like homies on my team? Don't know. Don't know if I'm that uh, progressive. Um, especially if you're supposed to be like the scary homie. Like if you just wanted a homies for sure. But if you're supposed to be like the scary homie, I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I could do that. Um, I miss when ugly girls just fuck for the fun of it. Why did I write that down today? I don't know. I, I for some reason my dumb ass just wrote that down, and I'm 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 going to delete it. I'm going. I'm not even going to spound on that thought. I just want y'all to know that that's what I wrote down this week. I miss when ugly girls will fuck for the fun of it. That's I'm not I'm not going to spound on it because. Sorry, you're canceled. Finally found a good use for that job. I love it. Um. <laughs> yo, being white and not being a white supremacist is kind of like a bag fumble, in my opinion. Like, you got the whole world at the palm of your hands, and you decided to be on a team of the monkeys? Kind of a fumble. Not going to hold. Like, if I was white, I would definitely hate monkeys. I would definitely be on a t- I would definitely, like, I would definitely be, be trying to, like, oppress black people. Why it's a bag and oppression. What are you talking about? These crackers and these crackers that made like generational wealth off of oppression. You think I, you think you think because like it's morally incorrect, I'm gonna be like, nah, we shouldn't. No, nigga, you're crazy. It's a bag and oppression. I'm oppressing, I'm oppressing niggas. I just feel like as a white man, if you if 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 you like niggas, that's kind of a bag fumble. What else is there? Um talk about Atlanta. Um, that's it. Um I know some of y'all have noticed that I haven't read the Patreon names off yet. It's because I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing this week. I'm going to try it, and y'all going to tell me if y'all like it or not, or if y'all hate it. And it's going to be, it, and, it, and it will be what it will be. <coughs> but I'm trying shit out. And I'm going to read the names at the end of the podcast, right before I play the song of the week. So that's what I'm going to do now. This week's episode, like every episode, is brought to you by my Patreon sponsors. Usually I say the names at the front. But this week I decided I'm gonna say that the back. This might be something that y'all hate, and y'all and y'all will let me know. Y'all y'all let me know. But you gotta try new shit out. So here it goes. We're gonna start with the twenty dollar tier. Mind you, this is a big thank you to everybody who supports me on Patreon. Fucking love all you guys. Uh, but let's start the twenty dollar tier. We got we got we got Hand. I think that's his name. H. We got H X N D. I think his name's Hand. Hand. We got Stephen Asis. Producer ED paying down till he hires me. Oh, I think I think I th- I think I know what he's saying. He's like he said he said I'm paying you until you hire me. We got anti-social. We got the black Carlos. The, the Dom can't read. That random listener from a random place in the world. Uh, Lena from around the way. Uh, Cosarius Quan. I got I got the heavies. That's a good name. Uh, Ariana Aaron Gizzy Ayo Kizzy Roddy Roddy Popper Gas Prices Ghouly. I'm high as shit. Fire. Podcast Penis Pioneer. Kenny's going crazy. Producer Joe, I cooking in red. So those are the homies in the $20 tier. Where you see them niggas in the street, you respect them as such. Gango on God, on Gangnam. Um, we got Gabby's future baby daddy. Uh, uh, Gabby was asking me who it is. It's Steve-O. Steve-O being alive a bunch, it's Steve-O. Uh, we got Joseph Jackson, Carlos Shane Jr., Jeff, Marion Gaither, Ladarius Barsdale. Don once said his dick has no value. I did say that. I did say that. Why do you know the episode? Don't go listen to the episode. That's an old one. 
I did say that though. Uh, we got Matthias the third, Chris Two Wavy, um, Sad Podcast Farts, great name. Angie, promiscuous girl, Ange. Apparently, Ange sucked dick. Uh, Ty, bands on Nick. Hope the bad bitch eat it up then. By the way, Hope finally told me what eat it up then meant. She finally told me. Um, she finally told me, y'all. Um, here's what she said. Let me read the DMs. Um, hold on. She DM me, and she said, and she said, um, hey, Dom, I just listened to the pod. My name is a response to something you said about my about about my upgrade on the previous episode lol i think it was episode 124 so i so i was being a whore but it was provoked i said what did i say she said you talk so you talk so much shit i can't keep up and then she found the clip which i will play all out uh uh wet um that feels like a liquid and uh uh bbc mcgee that's it once or whatever angie edge ty Bands on Nick, Hope, a bad bitch. Hope, by the way, upgraded. Hope. Let me eat your pussy. All right, okay, that's wild. Uh, I I asked, apparently to eat it up then was me saying, um, let me eat your pussy. Um, me and Hope has set up a date for me to eat your pussy. Um, we got Jason Fields, KD Certified, BBC McGee, 99 Overall, Kendrick, Jesus, go get Dick Christ, Big boy bass be breaking bitches back skin. Oh, you thought I wasn't going to get that. He thought I wasn't going to get that. This nigga thought I wasn't going to get that. He thought it was too many bees and I was going to fumble over it. Suck my dick, bitch. We got Booby215, R.E.B. Anderson, Zero Daniels, Chris Bridges, and Vel Washington all in the $10 tier. Those are big, those are big homies. You know what I'm saying? Those, those are my homies that like homies and they're going to rape you, nigga. Down to the final out here. Welcome to PMU. Lionel's Bear Frame, UTB Rob, Hooverich Inc., Jalen Go Million, Freshman Class Prez DJ. We got Marco Cinco, Fuss and Bus, Nuns Gone Wild. Nuns Gone Wild is crazy. Is that a porn title? We should go. We can look that up. That was kind of fire. Uh, we got Y Mars, Kerball Kibita, Cameron Pinkett, Yana H. Pronoun. <laughs> Pronouns demon and dangerous pussy. Pussy. That's crazy. Gabby, this is a crazy name. Gabby, next week I want your titties as your Avi. We got four, we got four one on the, we got four one ten nook, DeAndre Kirkwood, Ebony Porter only, of course, brother. Josh, a bitch with no name, my dick little. Dom called me the F word on live, which is crazy that I said F word just now. Like I ain't say the F word like two times this episode insane i don't mean it i i'm gay lauren aomi gvs reynolds and Wiz, xavier ruffin my dick kind of crusty back with sister aka your mom him i would gucci jesus hd fuck therapy we potting zion amici thought bucket hennessy poppy rashad brady stepdad sola head gain on tim jordan by the way sola is for sure gay and i just be saying the f word all crazy i'm sorry Um, we got Mac the Third, Mason Gifford, Potty Mouth Real Nigga, PMRN Matt. Hold on, you got a gif in your you got a gif in your joint, bro. Let me see. Nah, you went crazy. How you get how you get a gif in there? That's that's fire. Um We got Dante Watkins, Kendall Doors, Trevor McDonald, Samisha, uh, BJ, Paul Lee, Donna Six Stacks, Javon Wilson, 
Demetrius, the cracker cheek clapper Grissom. Why y'all so worried about Topher's name? That's gay. Uh, but down to the one dollar tier. The grunts of the the grunts of the Patreon, but also the backbone of the Patreon. We got Agent Robinson. I'm sorry, I just laughed because his name kind of funny. He said, the cough, the, the cough, the cough, the phlegm in my throat. The cough, the phlegm in my throat every time I cough it up. It tastes kind of good. I knew I wasn't, I know this sentence is a bad sentence, but I knew I wasn't tweaking. Last week I said, you ever get a cough and then like you taste the phlegm and it's kind of good? That shit kind of good. I knew I wasn't tweaking behind that. Like, I, when I said it, I felt like I was going to be judged. But, like, I'm glad to see niggas agreed. <coughs> that one don't taste that good. We got Joe Four Wami, G unit. Did I read? Did the Dom can read? I don't think I read that in the $20 tier. I don't think I'm sorry. Uh, Mark Mays, I'm hard on soft. Chris Barber, Nicholas, Ryan, Trey Levels, December, Steven, Trey Smalls, Keep Mo, Ivor Bright, Colin Jones, Chris Williams, Kyle Life. What's my favorite word? Keith Satterfield, Dar. Ooh, Darn Lewayne, uh, I as Isaiah Deshaun, aka Captain Nickelodeon, Isaiah Taylor. As uh, is it Isaiah? I don't know. I, I think I was in Ish Taylor. I don't know. I, I'm gonna say Isaiah Taylor. KL Toby. I go by Topher. Nuts in your mouth. McGuire. Fire. Malcolm Price. Pink. TJ Bonerton, Lionel, I get more bitches down. Fernandez, Taylor Wheeler, Miles Carter, 16, Christian Anderson. What's his motherfucking name? Jabin Trill, Big Sauce, Randy, Jalen Mayfield, Wall, Strong College Football Name, Kev, Jordan, Valet, Snoop Slumpin', 90s Horror, Chris Johnson, Poppy Cheese, KJ Harris, Kim Maddie, Bianca, Nicholas, Kahari Scarlett. Darius, Random, Cheatham, Taylor G, Amir Wakefield, Dan Stone, Mace Bliff, Bay Perez, Kim, Miles Sample, John Boy, Alexandro, Frederick Buhal, Ania Richard, Tavon Gordon, and Anaya. Those are my Patreon sponsors. You can go support on Patreon, patreon.com backslash potty mouth. I have been bulk recording all the episodes with the porn stars. Um, they will be coming soon. Trust me. Um, but let's get the fuck out of here. Let's play the song of the week. It's some shit I saw. On t- ooh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's some shit I saw on Twitter. And I was like, ooh, this is kind of hard. So I'm going to play this little nigga shit. I don't know if he, I, this, this kid, well, this kid could be a thousand percent be older than me. But he's still a kid. And for the purposes of me talking about him right now. So let's play this song. Um, here it go. <laughs> Scared of being lonely, don't look like my brody. Pops don't even know me, in the street can't hold me. Think I'm going crazy, man, I miss my baby. I'm out on the ledge screaming, Jesus, can you save me? I'm gone, thinking I can find some closure hidden in the song. Always been the first one to admit when I was wrong. Hard to keep it moving when you used to play ball. So I just keep to myself. I keep searching through the memory. These toy stories got a friend in me. Always rushing when a friend in need, but no one moving when it come to me. Looking from the inside, maybe it just takes time trying to push it all in the back of my head. Yeah, 
everything getting streamlined stopping at a green light living out a dream that was made in my bed you got me looking from the inside out 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 From the outside, I do not need no segregation. You switch your size on me, I don't need no reparation. I was born for this, never needed preparation. Oh my gosh, it's shifting perspective. My checklist on goals is a bit too effective. I know, don't be so aggressive. I get it, you mad that you not on my guest list. I said this, yeah, I said this. Hey, I got something to prove, baby, I'm the freshest. That was um um Kawajo K W A J O Inside Out with Shinobi. Um, that's that song is actually, I love that song. It's a fire song. Um, this has been another, this has been another episode of the Listen to the White Shit the podcast, the home of Potty Mouse, the only podcast that encourages you to listen to why you shit, the fastest growing podcast in the history of podcasts. Not Google that. It is a fact, though. Who you gonna believe, nigga? Me or Google? Damn, I ain't that right now. Please be afraid of them niggas. I've been your host, Dom Shard. There's two things about every human has the pingers and assholes. I so happy to be an asshole with the pinger. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. This ain't coming out till like 12, neither. I'm sorry.